1: Okay, just a quick note about this episode. We went ahead and read the story at the beginning, um, and we have no intention of doing anything wrong or bad. We just wanted to make sure that our listeners got to hear the story. So that is why it is there. We're not trying to, like, steal it or make it ours, because it's not ours. It belongs to the Grimm Brothers. Um, so that's basically why we have it in our episode. And obviously, if it turns out that we're not supposed to have that in there, I will go back and cut it out. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Dream of the Damned, our series about the Disney princess stories, movies, and musicals, and anything else we can think of. Don't fear, we are not abandoning poor little orphan Harry, just giving us a chance to explore other stories for a little bit and to let people who maybe don't like Harry Potter the opportunity to have something to listen to. The first story that we're going to discuss is The Singing Springing Lark, which is where the story of Beauty and the Beast comes from. We will be starting out by actually reading the story to you so that you are on the same page as us, um, because we wanted to know yeah. the story, and we want <laughs> you guys to know the story because we assume most people haven't read this story, um, and then we will go into our discussion. Uh, you know what, before we start, you've read this story before, right? I have. I have not, or I hadn't uh, up until this point. So, like, I know there's probably a lot of you who don't know the original story, I guess. <laughs> like me. <laughs> <Yes>. But, uh, <laughs> I guess, should we just go into reading now? We can. Okay, we can. Let's go. So, it's the story, The Singing Springing Lark from the Brothers Grimm. There was once a man who was about to set out on a long journey, and on parting, he asked his three daughters what he should bring back with him for them. The eldest wished for pearls, the second wished for diamonds, but the third said, Dear father, I should like a singing soaring lark. The father said, Yes, if I can get it, you shall have it, kissed all three, and set out. Now, when the time had come for him to be on his way home again, he had brought pearls and diamonds for the two eldest, but he had sought everywhere in vain for a singing soaring lark for the youngest, and he was very unhappy about it, for she was his favorite child. Then his road lay through a forest, and in the middle of it was a splendid castle, and near the castle stood a tree. But quite on top of the tree, he saw a singing, soaring lark. "'Aha! You come just at the right moment,' he said, quite delighted, and called to his servant to climb up and catch the little creature. But as he approached the tree, a lion leapt from beneath it, shook himself, and roared till the leaves on the trees trembled. "'He who tries to steal my singing, soaring lark,' he cried, "'I will devour.' Then the man said, "'I did not know that the bird belonged to you. I will make amends for the wrong I have done and ransom myself with a large sum of money. Only spare my life.' The lion said, "'Nothing can save you.' unless you will promise to give me for my own what first meets you on your return home. And if you will do that, I will grant you your life and you shall have the bird for your daughter into the bargain. But the man hesitated and said, that might be my youngest daughter. She loves me best and always runs to meet me on my return home. The servant, however, was terrified and said, why should your daughter be the very one to meet you? It might as easily be a cat or dog. Then the man allowed himself to be persuaded, took the singing soaring lark and promised to give the lion whatever should first meet him on his return home. When he reached home and entered his house, the first who met him was no other than his youngest and dearest daughter who came running up kissed and embraced him, and when she saw that he had brought with him a singing, soaring lark, she was beside herself with joy. The father, however, could not rejoice but began to weep and said, My dearest child, I have bought the little bird dear. In return for it, I have been obliged to promise you to a savage lion, and when he has you he will tear you in pieces and devour you. And he told her all, just as it had happened, and begged her not to go there, come what might. But she consoled him and said, Dearest father, indeed your promise must be fulfilled. I will go there and soften the lion, so that I may return to you safely. Next Next morning, she had the road pointed out to her, took leave, and went fearlessly out into the forest. The lion, however, was an enchanted prince and was by day a lion, and all his people were lions with him. But in the night, they resumed their natural human shapes. On her arrival, she was kindly received and led into the castle. When night came, the lion turned into a handsome man, and their wedding was celebrated with great magnificence. They lived happily together, remained awake at night, and slept in the daytime. One day he came and said, Tomorrow there is a feast in your father's house, because your eldest sister is to be married, and if you are inclined to go there, my lions shall take you. She said, Yes, I should very much like to see my father again, and went there accompanied by the lions. There was great joy when she arrived, for they had all believed that she had been torn in pieces by the lion, and had long ceased to live. But she told them what a handsome husband she had, and how well off she was remained with them while the wedding feast lasted, and then went back again to the forest. When the second daughter was about to be married, and she was again invited to the wedding, she said to the lion, This time I will not be alone. You must come with me. The lion, however, said that it was too dangerous for him, for if a ray from a burning candle fell on him, he would be changed into a dove, and for seven long years would have to fly about with the doves. She said, Ah, but do come with me, I will take great care of you, and guard you from all light. So they went away together, and took from them their little child as well. She had a chamber built there so strong and thick that no ray could pierce through it, and then he was to shut himself up when the candles were lit for the wedding feast but the door was made of green wood which was warped and left a little crack which no one noticed the wedding was celebrated with magnificence but when the procession with all its candles and torches came back from the church and passed by this apartment, a ray about the breadth of a hair fell on the king's son. and when this ray touched him, he was transformed in an instant. And when she came in and looked for him, she did not see him, but a white dove was sitting there. The dove said to her, for seven years I must fly about the world, but at every seventh step that you take, I will let a drop of red blood and a white feather, and these will show you the way, and if you follow the trace, you can release me. Thereupon, the dove flew out the door, and she followed him. And at every seventh step, a red drop of blood and a little white feather fell down and showed her the way. So she went continually further and further in the wide world, never looking about her or resting, and the seven years were almost past. Then she rejoiced and thought that they would soon be delivered, and yet they were so far from it. Once, when they were thus moving onwards, no little feather and no drop of red blood fell. And when she raised her eyes, the dove had disappeared.' And as she thought to herself, in this no man can help you, she climbed up to the sun and said to him, you shine into every crevice and over every peak. Have you not seen a white dove flying? No, said the sun, I have seen none. But I present you with a casket, open it when you are in sorest need. Then she thanked the sun and went on until the evening came, and the moon appeared. She then asked her, you shine the whole night through and on every field and forest. Have you not seen a white dove flying? No, said the moon, I have seen no dove, but here I give you an egg, break it when you are in great need she thanked the moon and went on until the night came upon came up and blew on her then she said to it you blow over every tree and under every leaf have you not seen a white dove flying no said the night wind I have seen none, but I will ask the three other winds, perhaps they have seen it. The east wind and the west wind came, and had seen nothing. But the south wind said, I have seen the white dove. It has flown to the Red Sea, where it has become a lion again. For the seven years are over, and the lion is there fighting with a dragon. The dragon, however, is an enchanted princess. The night wind then said to her, I will advise you, go to the Red Sea. On the right bank are some tall reeds. Count them, break off the eleventh, and strike the dragon with it. Then the lion will be able to subdue it, and both will regain their human form form. After that, look round, and you will see the griffin, which is by the Red Sea. Swing yourself with your beloved onto his back, and the bird will carry you over the sea to your own home. Here is a nut for you. When you are above the center of the sea, let the nut fall. It will immediately shoot up and a tall nut tree will grow out of the water, on which the griffin may rest. For if he cannot rest, he will not be strong enough to carry you across. And if you forget to throw down the nut, he will let you fall into the sea. Then she went there and found everything as the night wind had said. She counted the reeds by the sea and could off the 11th, struck the dragon with it, whereupon the lion overcame it, and immediately both of them regained their human shapes. But when the princess, who had before been the dragon, was delivered from enchantment, she took the youth by the arm, seated herself on the griffin, and carried him off with her. There stood the poor maiden, who had wandered so far and was again forsaken. She sat down and cried, but at last she took courage and said, Still I will go as far as the wind blows, and as long as the cock crows, until I find him. And she went forth by long, long roads, until at last she came to the castle. Where both of them were living together, there she heard that soon a feast was to be held in which they would celebrate their wedding. But she said, "God still helps me," and opened the casket that the sun had given her. A dress lay inside as brilliant as the sun itself. So she took it out and put it on and went up into the castle. And everyone, even the bride herself, looked at her with astonishment. The dress pleased the bride so well that she thought it might do for her wedding dress and asked if it was for sale. Not for money or land, answered she, but for flesh and blood. The bride asked her what she meant by that. So she said, "Let me sleep." a night in the chamber where the bridegroom sleep. The bride would not, yet very much wanted to have the dress. At last she consented, but the page was to give the prince a sleeping potion. When it was night, therefore, and the youth was already asleep, she was led into the chamber. She seated herself on the bed and said, I have followed after you for seven years. I have been to the sun and the moon and the four winds and have inquired for you and have helped you against the dragon. Will you then quite forget me? But the prince slept so soundly that it only seemed to him as if the wind were whistling Outside on, in the fir trees. When day broke, she was let out again and had to give up the golden dress. And as even that had been of no avail, she was sad. Went out into a metal, meadow. Meadow sat down there and wept. While she was sitting there, she thought of the egg which the moon had given her. She opened it, and there came out a clucking hen with twelve chickens, all of gold. They ran about, chirping, and crept again under the old hen's wings. Nothing more beautiful was ever seen in the world. Then she arose and drove them through the meadow before her, until the bride looked out the window. The little chickens pleased her so much that she immediately came down and asked if they were for sale. Not for money or land, but for flesh and blood. Let me sleep another night in the chamber where the bridegroom sleeps. The bride said, yes, Yes, intending to cheat her as on the former evening. But when the prince went to bed, he asked the page what the murmuring and rustling in the night had been. At this, the page told all, that he had been forced to give him a sleeping potion, because a poor girl had slept secretly in the chamber, and that he was to give him another that night. The prince said, Pour out the potion by the bedside. At night, she was again led in, and when she began to relate how ill all had fared with her, she, he immediately recognized his beloved wife by her voice, sprang up, and cried, Now I really am released. I have been as it were." in a dream, for the strange princess has bewitched me, so that I have been compelled to forget you, but God has delivered me from the spell at the right time. Then they both left the castle secretly in the night, for they feared the father of the princess, who was a sorcerer, and they seated themselves on the griffin which bore them across the Red Sea, and when they were in the middle of it she let the nut fall. Immediately a tall nut tree grew up, on which the bird rested, and then carried them home, where they found their child, who had grown tall and beautiful, and they lived happily until their death." The end. (laughs) The very short. Yeah, it's not. It's not a super long story. But I know when I was reading this. Cause I read it last night. Uh, I was like, this is such a roller coaster of a story. <laughs> yeah. Like, w- like I literally stopped. Like, where was it? It was, I think, when he turned into a dove, or when he like <laughs> wasn't a dove anymore and was fighting the dragon. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> it's it's definitely a roller coaster. <laughs> it's, it's a roller coaster, absolutely. There was a lot I had forgotten from when I read it before, yeah. but as I was reading, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to point out that I know for the Harry Potter book, like, I had, like, tons and tons of notes. Yes. And you you had notes, just not as much as I did. Yes. Now it's the opposite. She yes. has a lot more notes than I do. It's because we're reading literature. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, real literature. I know. <laughs> You're the English major. I am the English major. <laughs> I don't know if my notes are really literature E, but, no, but I always take a lot of notes when I'm reading yeah. books that are older, or stories that are older. Yeah, so. understood. Yeah. Yeah. So uh the the opening to the story reminded me of a different Disney princess. Uh, it reminded me of Cinderella, because in the live action Cinderella movie, uh after the father married, the stepmother, and whatnot, he has to go out again and whatnot. And he's like, Oh, like what do you want from my travels? And it's like and she's like, I want uh the First, branch of shoulder brushes and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, and so it, it just reminded me of that. That's right, because the the sisters ask for like fancy parasols things, and lace, and she just <laughs> asks for anything. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, give me those. <laughs> she's like I don't care what you give me. Yeah, just just whatever. Yeah, I just really kind of. Oh, you, you just summarize for the most part. Yeah, but I do have comments. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the feeling this is gonna be a very short episode. It might be. You never know. <laughs> um, I definitely thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that when he encounters the lion he insists that he's going to devour him yeah. this is a human being he's it's like got that swan like that's true he's yeah into a lion but i mean only half the time maybe him saying he was going to devour him was just a scare tactic maybe so maybe he wasn't actually going to but, but it's weird the wording is definitely weird because devour basically means to like to eat <laughs> well i mean that's what i mean like a scare yeah. tactic yeah like I don't, know. I don't know. It's a weird word. <laughs> I mean, weird yeah, I word guess. to use there. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was also interesting that he got like the father got rightfully worried about what he was supposed to give the mm-hmm. lion because, yeah. like, as he said, it's usually his youngest daughter who greets him. Yeah, and then the servant's like, oh, but it could be like an animal, which like okay, but speaking from the father's experience, yeah. assuming he goes on these trips yeah. pretty often, like, and that's usually he probably knows it's gonna be but I think also the serpent could have been trying to convince the guy to uh, lie about what reads him first I think In a way, it's like, oh, couldn't it be, you know, a cat or a dog or something? You don't have to go after your daughter. Like. <laughs> That's true. I, I will say, like, talking about the servant as well, uh, the line said, you know, like, whoever uh, whoever tries to steal my singing, soaring lark. And I'm like, oh. okay, yes, the father technically is the one who is doing the stealing, quote unquote. But he sent the servant to do the job. Yeah, so he's actually the so, one who was doing it. Yeah, well, t- technically wouldn't be the servant who has to. <laughs> it should be the servant. It should be the servant. But I body. also understand the rules of, you know, like he was getting it for his boss yeah whatever well and another part of that is that servants were property so oh that's true they weren't even like yeah individual figures okay so, so t- that's probably it still would have been the father yeah oh that makes sense i mean today it wouldn't today, have been the no. father no because <laughs> no. you have your own choices yeah but, i mean, i don't know i feel like today it still could be the father it'd be like i was getting this for i do um, my boss whatever that's true i guess especially if they're getting paid yeah especially if they're getting paid they're like i Getting paid to do this, so. yeah, yeah. Well, he ultimately gets all of his gifts as we mm. read, yeah. Um, and he goes to see his family and his daughters. And uh, when he's talking to his daughter, he tells her everything about like what he promised and how he basically promised her to a lion, yeah. Um, and then uh, he's like, Oh, but like the lion's gonna like tear you to pieces and devour you, and like, What? So, he's <laughs> like, Please don't. Like, why did you tell your daughter that? Trying to convince her not to go. Yes, but you're breaking your promise that you already made. True. (laughs) And we all know. Yeah. From fairy tales that breaking promises is a bad idea. (laughs) Um, so, yeah. My little comment says, um, breaking a promise, what? (laughs) We all know how well that goes over in fairy tales. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing, though. Like, how would the lion know where he is if he didn't send his daughter back or whatever. Maybe he had lions follow them. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because he has a whole castle of lions. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's my other thing, though. Looking at my notes. Um, so, like, yeah, he promised his daughter the singing, soaring lark, whatever. And, uh, and the whole thing was, like, you must give me whoever or whatever greets you first. And he's like, well, it's probably going to be my youngest daughter. So, why did he agree to continue to take it? Why didn't he just say, okay, never mind. I don't want it. Because he clearly states that the youngest is. His favorites. That's true. Um, I kind of think that maybe it was one of those moments where he didn't really have a choice. Because if he oh, took because... it, then he could keep his life and like move on, mm-hmm. kind of. Even though he had to give whatever greeted him yeah. to the lion. But if he didn't take it, he could have potentially still just gotten like killed. Even after he didn't take the scent? Potentially, because he was trying to steal it. Yeah, but what if he so went, he okay, I'm sorry, him? I don't want it anymore. Yeah, but you the lion didn't keep- like, I agree with that. He already said that he didn't like that. He was like, that's not good enough. Like, your apologies aren't good enough. <laughs> okay, you're yeah. right. He does say, like, nothing uh, can save you. Yeah, nothing can save you. So, yeah, it, he didn't have a choice. Okay, he didn't have a choice. It okay, was that it. or death. <laughs> I guess so. So he had to go with that if had he wanted to. to stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it could be any number of stories, coming. Oh, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> My so my my next little comment was about uh, the prince being like a lion by day, human by night. That reminded me of the movie Shrek, and it reminded me of Princess Fiona in Shrek, how she's human by day, ogre by night. Yes. And I was just like Fiona is like you. <laughs> well i mean we could say the same about odette <laughs> odette is that you <laughs> i don't know that story that well so oh, i wouldn't have gonna, been able to do it you're gonna i'm gonna make you learn it <laughs> i love that story mm-hmm. um anyone who doesn't know that is swan lake odette is the swan yeah it odette. took me a second i was like who's odette She is the <laughs> swan princess Who turns into a swan and then turns into a human half the time, too. So, good to know. Many, many curses that involve turning people into animals. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Very weird. Kind of reminds me of Hagrid trying to turn Dudley into a pig. pig. Um yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's where Joe got that from uh, maybe <laughs> fairy tales she went oh they're always trying to turn people into like animals so I'm gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, I was so I was also like you know she went to the prince's castle whatever and they immediately got married yeah. why yeah um I'm not sure I do you know that's just kind of how these fairy say, tales just, are yeah that's just how this is cause a lot of times they just get married like immediately yeah <laughs> like they get married and they're like okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> it's definitely strange. Very sure. strange. Um, I think that also could just be a point of the time in which the story was written. Yeah. So. Yeah. Potentially. Um, I don't, we didn't look up when this one was specifically written. No, we didn't. Maybe we will Um, <laughs> Put it in there as a note at the end. Yeah. <laughs> this is when it was written. You're welcome. Goodbye. <laughs> but, um, I thought it was interesting that she went to her sister's wedding. Like, mm-hmm. how did they know? Yeah, I wondered that too, actually. Because her family, when she gets there, they obviously thought that she was dead. Yeah. So they wouldn't have sent message that she was getting married. Like, unless they have lo- uh, lines, <laughs> like, prowling around the town. <laughs> the lions are just hanging out with her family <laughs> in human form at night okay I could maybe <laughs> like keeping that. an eye on her family for her or something okay and not telling her anything except for when her sister gets married well anyway she goes to that wedding by it's herself. all great. yeah mm-hmm. she hangs out with her family they're all like oh my gosh oh she's, she's escorted sad. by lions though that's true that's weird she is ex- escorted by lions <laughs> during the day um and she talks about how great her husband is even though he's her captor <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah. <laughs> and um they finish the wedding, and it's time for her to go back into the forest. So she goes. Yeah. And the literal next paragraph is about her second secondary. Yep. So who knows how close that was, or who how knows? much time? Was They're the not meeting. telling us the entire story. Yeah, we have no time. There um, is no time. Next thing you know, they have a child. But true. Wait, yeah, they go to the second wedding. (laughs) Yes, the second wedding. Both of them. With their child, actually. She invites (laughs) the husband, the lion prince, to come with her, and he's like, well, it's really dangerous because if I even have, like, a candlelight land on me, like, I'll turn into a dove for seven years. So, uh, my my question for that is, if he can't have any sort of candlelight on him, how does he live as a human at night with no light. That is a really good question. Maybe their moon is really bright. Maybe they don't have pollution. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe the castle has, like, a million windows. Yeah. It it's just the open ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I think it also depends, like, can you... Is torchlight okay? Oh, that too. But I was going to say, can you, like, cover up the light somehow? And does that work? Because it said, like, a ray from the light, but... I don't know. That might work. It might work. Um, but I, I guess I'm thinking, I guess, torches and maybe fires. in the fireplace. I would say, because if a ray from a burning candle... Yeah. so a yeah. burning candle. It specifically says burning candle. So, so torches, torches and fireplaces are probably fine. Probably. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But my thing about that one is when I was reading it this time around, (laughs) I don't remember how I reacted the last time, but I was like, she promises she will take care of him. And then in parentheses, I was like, but will she? (laughs) But will she Because like, does she actually want to live with lions for the rest of her life? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So I I was a little unsure, but obviously she does try to protect him, which I thought was weird. <laughs> yeah, because it, se- it sounds like he's just holed up in his apartment yeah. the entire time he's there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why bother? I mean, like, I guess maybe so her family can meet him. Maybe. I get that. But yeah. otherwise... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and imagine, like, what kind of lesson that's going to teach him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna be like, the one time I go out, because uh-huh. I've been told it's safe, it's not safe, so I'm never doing that again. <laughs> also, the other question is that, did they go out there when he was still in lion form, or did they go out there when he was in human form? Oh. <laughs> he was probably still in lion form. That's so why he that at too. least travel. Yeah. But does that mean that their wedding happens at night? Well, I mean, there's candles, so yeah. Because because usually weddings, at least from what... I remember from this kind of time period which was like a long time ago mm-hmm. was like they had huge wedding parties and it's usually like a day thing I would say maybe and at the end of it all they had their like wedding party like go through this the town basically that might be what the so candle lighting is yeah that might be what that is okay. so so that's the part where it's bad okay but basically he celebrated the whole wedding as a, <laughs> as a line okay <laughs> Okay. Um uh yeah, so he gets turned into a dove. Okay, yes. And uh and he says, you know, like with every what like seventh step or whatever, he would there'd be a drop of blood and a feather so she could follow him. Yeah. And I was like, wow, seven is such a number. Maybe JK Rowling got more inspiration from this story. (laughs) Maybe she did. (laughs) I was literally in my notes, I'm like, Harry Potter, is that you? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Joe. But um the thing that about that, that made me question it a lot. Was doves are tiny birds. Yeah, and he's gonna drop a feather and a drop of blood every seven mm-hmm. step for he'll seven be, years. He'll be bald and dead. <laughs> so like, he would have been bald and dead literally like within moments of this happening. Then. So I was like, um, how much blood and how many feathers does this dove it's have? It's a fairy tale. He's enchanted, okay? <laughs> He's a magical dove. <laughs> He's not even dropping his own blood. He yeah, found the blood of others. He's yeah. <laughs> not even his own feathers. True. He found the feathers of others, too. <laughs> Um, I also thought it was really interesting that she doesn't sleep for the next seven years. Like, at all. She's oh, just yeah. constantly walking. So, she's stuff. dead. She's dead, too. She's dead. <laughs> They're both dead. <laughs> I'm not really sure why we're reading a story about the undead. <laughs> but it's fine, <laughs> it you know? Was, I guess they, Belle's actually secretly a zombie. They used to sleep during the day, but I guess not anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, they sleep at night. Well, not night. You're right. During, the day, during the day. They slept as lions during, during the, the day. day. <laughs> and then stayed awake at night, and yeah. now she just stays awake all the time. So does he. Weird. <laughs> then she, like, has her conversations with, like, the sun and the moon, mm. and they yeah. give her things for her sorest need and her great need, um, which is the casket and the egg. Yeah. Which, how big is this casket? Okay, so when it said casket, I was thinking, like, coffin. Yeah. I was same. like, what? Is, what's gonna be in the same. casket? Same. I actually I was... didn't look up what the <laughs> casket would have looked like if it was from the story. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. But I, I assume it, I just might kept be, bleeding. it might be there version of a garment bag okay yeah potentially or at least something to nicely put away yeah. a nice dress yeah. like maybe like a trunk or a chest yeah or like something. a trunk or something and like but that's all cascading. that would be in there <laughs> yeah. yeah so i thought that was interesting um do you have anything for that uh, we're not there yet. No. <laughs> okay. So then she asks the wind after she talks to like the moon and the sun about where the dove is. And the wind's like, oh, I don't know, but I'll ask like the other winds. And um so then the east and the west hadn't seen the dove, but then the south one was like, oh yeah, he's over by the Red Sea. He actually turned back into a lion and he's fighting a dragon. Chris, <laughs> this is the moment where I went, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like she's talking to wind. <laughs> no, it was just the part where he's and like the yeah, dove turned yeah. back into a lion yeah. and is fighting a dragon. dragon yeah, I was like, What? <laughs> it was like the dragon's actually an enchanted princess. And I was like, Yeah, what? that part too. I was like, what? Okay, just keep adding more ridiculous stuff <laughs> on. Like, That's fine. This? So I thought that was really <laughs> interesting. Yeah. And so the night wind, which is the one she originally talked to, mm-hmm. he tells her to go to the Red Sea or he is it he I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, yes, yeah the night wind says okay. Red Sea. Yeah. So it tells her to go to the Red Sea um, and to break off the 11th reed on the right bank and strike the dragon with it, which, like, reeds aren't even that hard. <laughs> I know. So she's just supposed to, like, rush the dragon with the reed. I'm just imagining this, like, you know, little maiden just, like, okay, here's my reed. Uh, <laughs> she just, like, and just, just touches like, touches the dragon. The dragon and like... then all of a sudden the dragon can be subdued. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what? Like, magic. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Um, And so, like the lion ends up beating the dragon, and they yeah, both okay. turn back into humans. They do, yeah. Okay, here here was my question yes. with all this: Why are they fighting? I'm not sure. Why are they fighting? Maybe <laughs> like, it was a what? territory dispute. Uh, maybe, but still. Um. I, I, but like my first like comment, like actually about the enchanted princess, I was like, the enchanted princess is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, maybe they're fighting because. The princess wanted him, but he still remembered his wife. At that point? Maybe. Yeah. And then when they turn back into human and she pulls him onto the griffin with her, that's when the spell happens. I was how when did she have time to bewitch him? It could just be when she touches him. how did that work? <laughs> don't ask me, it's a fairy tale that's how they work. That's yeah. how they work, I know. <laughs> that was that was like my that was one of my last things. I was just like, When did the princess have time to bewitch him? Yes, I saw that. it that a <laughs> short span of time, like yeah. come on. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Oh wait, hold on. One yes. more one more comment I have. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was like, like, why are they fighting? Blah blah whatever. They got turned back into uh no humans and whatnot. And it's like you might think they hate each other, but I guess looks and money matter more. She's like, oh, we're done fighting. Let's Maybe. go off. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. She went, Oh, you're not an ugly lion. <laughs> yeah. The lions aren't even ugly. Oh, no, they're not they're so pretty. They are. Okay, I thought it was really fast. The way all this happened? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Because they just finish fighting, they turn back into humans, and before the girl mm-hmm. can do anything, mm-hmm. they're off anything. The princess grabs him, jumps on the griffin, which she apparently knew wasn't there. I know, right? I was like, okay. And flies away. But my thing was, she didn't have the nut for the griffin to land on. I know. So I was like, are they going to get dumped off into the sea? (laughs) That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, well, they're dead. That's what I thought. I was was like, like, well, now you're a widow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but she's yeah. not <laughs> Yeah, she's not a widow and then I thought it was interesting because I was like I remembered that she has been carrying a casket and an egg with oh, her this true. whole time where is she putting that egg so it's safe yeah and I I how is know. she carrying a casket and now she has yeah. that seed with her so I'm sure that's where yeah. she put the egg but like the casket is the one that really drove me crazy because she's been carrying this thing for a uh-huh. while I didn't, I didn't even think, think about it. that yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here's here's my thing though okay. like, when they get on the griffin it just Says, uh, like carried him off with her mm-hmm. to where? We don't know. Well, yeah. That's what I was wondering too. So I was like, so the prince, like not the princess, the girl, she determines that she needs to go find the prince. And so yeah. she does. She works and works and makes it, I said back to the castle, but then I thought mm-hmm. about it and I went, is this the princess's castle? I think so. Because at the end of the story, they do go back to yeah. the princess's castle. Yeah. They go back to so the I think, castle. I think this is the princess's castle. Okay. okay. Cause I was like, I'm confused. Yeah, I know, same. I was like, what? Until so then, I was like, and she discovers that he's gonna marry this other chick, and I was like, what? Because like, aren't they still married? The <laughs> yeah, chick? I know. I was like, why is the prince doing this? <laughs> I was so confused I was like do you just find <laughs> random girls and go okay let's get married I know yeah I was like did they really just like fall in love like <laughs> what's happening <laughs> yes I was what I was wondering I was like weird okay, fairy tale but <laughs> um. so anyway when she finds that out she is upset yeah and obviously. understandably understandably upset. her cause... husband of like years yeah is marrying this random girl uh-huh. and so like that's definitely something to be frustrated yeah. about like, so <laughs> cause I'm, I'm, cause I'm just thinking about the fact that they have a child yeah right and that's like, what i was thinking too the mother has abandoned her child for seven years so yeah. this is the father technically but yeah. so well, i guess servants have the raising the kid yeah well yeah i think that that's a lot of how that happened anyway. i mean yeah but they're like even still it's fun. like you would still see your kid. Yeah, you would at least try, but I think maybe she thought that following the dev was more important. She was more interested in her husband. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She was like, this is the love of my life. I met him and immediately married him, so obviously love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like let's go. Yeah. Oh, she's not a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand her. I don't either. But anyway, you know what? <laughs> he's either. important to her, I guess. Yeah. Um. So she wants to go find him. Um. And mm-hmm. she yeah. doesn't really know how to react when she finds out that he's getting married. Yeah. And I guess this is her moment of sorest need. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> she opens the casket, and she finds a dress. Yes, a beautiful, a beautiful dress. dress golden dress yeah and so she puts it on yeah which i i honestly i was like i don't even know what she's gonna do with this dress at first i thought yeah. maybe she would put it on and then show up and he'd be like oh i'm getting married to yeah, you but I, she was yeah. already married to him yeah i thought he would just be like oh going back to you <laughs> that's right but that's not what happened instead yeah. the bride this enchanted princess if you will was like well i really want your dress mm-hmm. so like are you selling it <laughs> are you selling it? like are you selling it so i can buy it off of you so i can have it for my wedding because that's what i want to wear mm-hmm. and she's like oh well i like, can't buy it with money because i just don't want that but i do want flesh and blood <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh, okay that's a little dark <laughs> because it reminded me of shakespeare's merchant of venice when they want their pound of flesh i haven't read that <laughs> Yes. Okay. That is a thing. Okay. Um, and I was like, gosh, you guys, like, why? <laughs> why? Why do you want flesh and blood it's, all the time? It's the olden days. <laughs> like, why is that a thing? I don't know. But anyway... <laughs> So she says that as long as she is given a night like sleeping by yeah. the side of the prince. Yeah. That she can have the dress. And so she's like, Okay, cool, cool, cool. And she's all like, <laughs> I'm actually gonna like make him take a sleeping potion yeah. and he won't even know you were there and I yeah. get the dress. Like, cool, great plan, but fool me once, like <laughs> shame on you, fool yeah. me twice, shame on me. <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And, um, so she, she does that, and she gets the dress, and the prince, not the princess, the girl, she's all upset, because, like, she couldn't even talk to the prince. Yeah. I don't blame Like, her. nothing happened. Right? <laughs> okay. Like, nothing happened. She like, did literally she, just slept with him. I would say, like, I don't even know if she actually tried to wake him up, All because all we know is that she talked to him as yeah. he was sleeping, and then yeah. slept next to him. Yeah. I... A lot of people do that in, like, a lot of yeah, shows and I movies, know. And I always question it. I'm like, do you yeah. even, like, try to see if this person's awake yeah. before you confess your love? Well, okay, <laughs> I, I understand sometimes in shows and movies that it's like... <laughs> I want to tell them, but I don't want them to know. <laughs> but most of the time they actually Listen. do want them yeah, to know. Yeah, I know. So I'm always like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, so then the next day she's like, oh no, nothing happened. She's all crying in her little meadow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she remembers her egg. <laughs> And she's like, oh yeah, I have an egg! <laughs> and so she pulls that out, opens it up, and out pops a chicken and some, like... Like <laughs> a, a hen and some chicken? A hen and some ch- yeah. some baby chicks, yeah. And these chickens uh, are gold. How big was this egg? Or That's How small <laughs> are these... Like, was this, like, a big egg, like a dragon's egg? <laughs> or, like, the egg that they got in the Triwizard Tournament for Harry bigger? Potter? <laughs> like, Maybe. what size egg is this? Yeah. Is it just a little normal, like chicken egg i mean i i figured it'd be bigger than a chicken egg like like, like a goose egg like a goose egg or something i don't know i just, i was like what? or an ostrich egg <laughs> like what's happening <laughs> um it's definitely strange yes not gonna lie but anyway she runs those chickens around this meadow until the the and bride so, sees yeah. them and is like oh i need those chickens yeah. Why does she need golden chicks? Uh, because they're pretty, but that's weird. <laughs> no, it's not not for her. I think it's weird. <laughs> I don't see the point in having golden chick. But anyway, she comes down and is like, "Hey, like, are those for sale?" Mm, you know, yeah. same conversation. Um, and the, the girl is like, "Oh well, only for flesh and blood." Mm-hmm. And she just asks for the exact same thing that she had asked for the night before. Yeah. And the princess is all like. I'm gonna get you again. But she's not, because the page tells all. Yep. (laughs) Because, well... Yes. yeah well yeah because the, prin- yeah. the prince is the prince like hey asks, like, what the heck is happening yeah and the page is all like oh well let me just let you in on what happened last night yeah. and what is happening tonight because the prince <laughs> was like I thought I heard some murmurs but I wasn't sure what yeah. it was yeah exactly and so then after he's been told that like oh he was given a sleeping potion and like the girl yeah. came in and like spent the night in his room and then left Um, he's like okay and the page is like and I'm supposed to give you another one tonight. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, that's not happening. Pour yeah. that <laughs> shit out. Yeah. Here's, so. here's the thing. Because, like, you hear that that happened. Mm-hmm. That he was given a sleeping potion. Yeah. And that some girl just came in yeah. and sat with him, talked to him, slept with him. Yeah. I would be freaked out. bro, same. <laughs> I'd be like, why did my bride-to-be do that? <laughs> why did she <laughs> allow this girl into my chamber to talk to me and sleep next to me? I'd be like, nope, not happening. Well, I think that's part of the reason why he doesn't want to take the sleeping potion. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, it's happening again. So now I can actually like kind of find out who this chick is. Yeah, but also. Like, I'd still be like, get out. <laughs> get out. I mean, yes. I agree. I would, too. But, I mean. But, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, he does not take the sleeping potion. And um, he basically is like, is he pretending to be asleep? Because that's what I, I thought he was That's doing. what I think, too. Um, And so she's sitting there telling her tale of what's happened and, like, what she's been through and yeah. everything. And he's all like, <gasps> You're my wife! <laughs> yeah, he's all of a sudden just like, oh, okay! I know you. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't like Like why did the spell break then? Right? Like- That's what I was wondering Like what what has to happen for it to break? Does she have to talk yeah. to you where you can hear her? Because you probably could have heard her the night before. Yeah. Even if you were asleep, you probably still heard her. Yeah, I mean, does he have to be conscious? To and hear her? Maybe did she has she not talked to him at like the celebration or whatever when she was wearing the dress? Like oh yeah, because she has she been, was there and she talked. Uh yeah, because she. Would I talk mean to I don't. The- the princess. I would say I don't know if she, if necessarily he was maybe in the like area. Yeah, but maybe you would think maybe but like if he saw her. Yeah, you know maybe he would have recognized. Her. I don't know. I feel like I he's know, just I'm a joking. bad husband. <laughs> <He> is. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> They, yeah. So they like realize, or like he realizes that she is his wife. Yeah, and the spell's broken, and he's all like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta leave now secretly because <laughs> her go. her dad is scurry." <laughs> <laughs> and so they yeah. leave, and they find the griffin, which I guess hung out. I guess around like did they just build like is a, it a the, stable for the griffin is it the princess's griffin maybe it is the princess maybe, it is griffin. The princess's maybe griffin. that's why she knew it was maybe there. okay so if that's the princess's <laughs> griffin they just stole her property okay wait hold on wait but if it's the princess's griffin why did she have it when she was a dragon maybe it was hanging out with her maybe it's like her best friend okay <laughs> oh is the best friend enchanted too Maybe. Haven't broken the spell for the griffin yet. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> you never know. It's a fairy tale. <laughs> it is a fairy tale. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I thought that was interesting. So they they mm-hmm. take the griffin, which like they're finally on the griffin together. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so kind yeah. of continuing their little tale. Yeah. And then they sail or not sail over the sea, but they fly over the sea. Yeah. And when they're in the center, she drops the nut and I went, you yeah. know what? Good job. Good, you finally good. completed that task. <laughs> yep. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> Griffins. They called it a bird though. Griffins are not birds. They've called it a bird twice in this story. What would you consider them then? They're not a bird. Well, what would they be then? A monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bird though. I, I I it's a flying creature but it's not a bird. <laughs> yeah, I I guess I agree with that. Cuz dragons aren't I, birds. Are dragons birds? Dragons are just dragons. <laughs> so griffins are Griffins, griffins. are birds. The griffins are just griffins. <laughs> no, they are. You're right. <laughs> A yeah. dove is a bird, a raven is a bird, yeah. but a griffin is not a bird. Yeah. A griffin isn't that like a mixture of like a lion, lion and then a... like evil or something. I think so, yeah. So it's a big creature. If it's part lion, then it's related to the prince. It is <laughs> It's really his property anyway. <laughs> it's his property. That's it. <laughs> This <laughs> Griffin, that the story has never told us about before, but it's his. Yes, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> his. No, I just thought it was really weird that he was called a bird. I just don't understand. It's d- a bird thing. I didn't question it because I went, yeah, bird, okay. <laughs> it was yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> well, now I'm questioning it for you, so <laughs> now you. you have to question it too. <laughs> Um, so then they've rested on their little nut tree in the middle of the water which I don't even understand how that works but you know what? Jack and the Beanstalk Um, and then they fly away back to their castle where their child is now a grown adult Basically, Mm they have grown tall and beautiful, which means that they're at the point normally in fairy tales where they're gonna get married. Yep. So goodbye, princess. (laughs) (laughs) I would say I they spent her whole life running around. Basically, mm -hmm. I would say I can't tell if this child is male or female. So I'm like, I feel like it was female in my mind when I read the story. I thought was male oh really i don't i don't know just i I think for me whenever i just hear child i just like think male unless told otherwise okay okay i don't know like i i thought it was male but i definitely thought it was female but yeah you're right we don't have a gender we don't have a gender for them Interesting. so it can be really whatever you want Could be anything (laughs) men can be beautiful it's true they can they can they might not like being beautiful but (laughs) yeah understood they could be beautiful just depends on the guy. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, the only other part where they talk about the child is, like, they took with them their little child as well. Yeah, that's all they say. So. Interesting. Interesting. But anyway, it says, they lived happily until their death. Wow. And I honestly <laughs> like that way more than happily ever after. after. Yeah, I actually <laughs> do really like that. Like, lived <laughs> happily until their death. Okay, alright, I'll take that. Because you can live happily and still have, like, normal problems oh definitely so definitely thank you grimm's (laughs) brothers yes (laughs) but i just it it was interesting it is it really is yeah i mean that's the end of the story that's the story basically we've gone through the story twice yep essentially (laughs) first time just reading it the second time giving all our commentary okay so i guess Guess we we should should leave a little little magic wherever you go We hope you enjoyed this episode of books, movies, and musicals. Oh, my. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on both Twitter and Instagram at bmm underscore oh, my. You can find us on Tumblr at bmm-oh, my. And you can also find us on Facebook by searching for books, movies, and musicals, oh, my, or search at sign bmm-oh, my. You can find us on YouTube by searching books, movies, and musicals, oh my, and you can email us at my at gmail.com. These socials and our email address are in the description. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Bye.